So my name is Chris Waller, I'm Managing Director of Sandair Real Estate. We came together in April this year to set up an independent advisory business. So Sandair traditionally has had property exposure, and but it hasn't had direct real estate experience. And it's quite novel in the, in the wealth management world to bring in a team which is based on charter surveyors and have complementary skills which can actually give advice to direct investment as well as indirect investment in funds. I think the world is changing quite fast and there is a sort of standardization going on in the wealth management business and so the actual physical illiquid management is becoming somewhat commoditized and a lot of people are reverting to passive rather than active management. I think what this brings to the family office is more of a direct professional outlook on some of the alternative investments which are taking favor in the market at the moment. For instance, private equity and real estate and corporate finance all divisions that we have recently set up in Sander and in response to clients' wishes for a much more bespoke and dedicated investment advice in these sectors. And I think it is a way forward for wealth management at the moment. I think it's really interesting at the moment in the commercial sector, there's been a very, very long run on property performance. So it's been running now since the global financial crisis. And the question I'm always asked is, is this run going to come to an end? And you know, I've examined in the past you know, other crashes and crises. And if you look at the 74 oil crisis, that had a material effect on real estate. But then when we move forward, the really deep one was in 1988. And that was caused by oversupply in the market. And that particular recession went on to 93. So that was our longest we've actually felt. And it was very painful. And it took a long time to work out. If you actually look at the global financial crisis, although it was a very sharp and deep recession, Investors in real estate came out quite early after it, and by 2011, serious investment was going back into the market. And by 2015, you know, the, the rest of the market had really matured and caught up. And it's interesting now, um, I'm asked quite often where I think the market's going. And when you analyze it and you look across the board, the market does look very fully priced. And that's a fact of just weight of money, but also fiscal policies such as quantitative easing and general asset repricing because of loose monetary control. Other factors include location. So London has been a magnet also for international investors. And the interesting side of that is just the pure weight of money, but also since the Brexit referendum result, a weakening of sterling, which has again made UK property very attractive. When you pull all these economic and fiscal and um, just pure weight of money factors together, it has put a lot of pressure on real estate pricing and, and yields, and you've seen very, very strong yield decompression to historically low, low yields. For instance, in the City of London, um, yields of 35 to 4% can still be found on trophy buildings. The classic question is, where do I see the market going now? Is it safe still to come into real estate, or should we be waiting for a market correction? If we look at the market at the moment, I still think the properties are very individualistic and you can spot value even in markets at this point, but it depends on what your risk curve is. And when we talk to our clients, we generally spend a long time discussing what their ambition is, what their um, long-term goals are, whether they're looking for short-term gains or more of an endowment type return from their asset allocation and in particular real estate. And if one has a 10 to 15 year horizon view and is prepared to take individual valuation corrections along at that time period, I still honestly believe there is value in real estate. But it's going back to the very, very core aspects of real estate, which has to be that it's 
location is very strong, it's a very flexible building and it can adapt over that period of time to either a more modern use or an alternative use. If you look at other sectors in the market, industrial land has been lost quite a lot around the London area um, through residential development and there's pressure on those sectors and you're seeing increasingly strong pricing there. But there is still opportunities to do development and trade counter deals, etc. I still think are quite interesting. And last mile delivery in logistics as well has got a strong case for investment. I also advise clients if they've got a long-term view and still in a safe core plus type investment um, is to look at the regions and some of the larger towns. Again, value can be found in these sectors, especially in towns such as Bristol and Edinburgh and Birmingham at the moment are showing very strong characteristics. On the residential side, in general, outside London has performed well. Within London, there has been a a very large contraction since the stamp duty change and also foreign buyers slowing down on the buy-to-let portfolio investment programs. And we've seen places like Kensington, Chelsea and Westminster actually contract by um, up to 20 to 25%. And I'm actually advising clients at the moment that there are pockets of value starting to appear again in the Zone 1 areas and in some of the outlying Southeast and Kent markets. But I also caution against some of the luxury developments that are going on in Canary Wharf and in some of our bigger towns, especially in Manchester, which has seen a real oversupply of luxury flats in the last five years. Markets untested, and I believe that there will be some market correction in that market. Finally, looking at um, other alternatives, for those who have a more value-added or opportunistic risk profile, I would certainly still look at retail as an option, only retail that is neighbourhood or in strong small-town locations, which can be turned around and repositioned. If bought correctly, I think long-term, these situations, notwithstanding the headlines about retail, can offer good long-term asset management value and value enhancement. Sectors that are emerging that I'm still not so convinced on is the private rented sector, which is a very untested market. And again, sort of goes along with oversupply and it's more targeted to the higher end market than solving sort of social responsibility problems in the mid to lower end of the market, especially for big towns where you need accommodation for key tenant workers. And that is a problem that persists at the moment, which will have to eventually be some sort of workout between local government and the private sector. But in general, my advice to clients is that whatever your risk sector, be it core, which is a very safe long-term endowment type investment strategy to super opportunistic, i.e. taking speculative planning risk on land or actual development risk within the real estate sector in the UK, I believe that properly selected investments held over the long term will deliver solid results over that period of time. You've been listening to Chris Haller and this is Sandair On Air. (laughs) 